0: Lionel Abrams was one of the most influential figures in South African literature. He published numerous poems, essays, and two novels. In 1986, he was awarded Honorary Doctorates of Literature by both the University of the Witwatersrand and Natal. That was the year he also married Jane Fox, herself a literary figure, author of novels, biographies, poetry, and plays. When Lionel passed away in 2004, Jane began writing letters to him. She discovered those letters 17 years later, and she joins me now to tell me what happened to those letters. Jane, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me.
1: It's a pleasure.
0: Jane, tell me first a little bit about how you met Lionel and your relationship with him.
1: I met him through my best friend of the time, who was a homeopathic doctor. And she lived next door to Lionel's niece. And Lionel's niece asked her to come and see him because he was not recovering from a spine operation, as he should. He was still in a lot of pain. And she thought that homeopathy might help. So my friend Polly went to see him. And uh, afterwards, she came back and she said to me, I have met the man for you. Well, that was all very fine because I was already married and had three teenage children. So I said, oh, that's good. You know, that's nice. Um What will I do with uh, Neil and the kids? And so she said, I'm not asking you to marry the guy. Anyway, through that meeting came about a meeting between me and Lionel. And actually, I agreed with her 100%. After three hours of talking to him, I really did want to spend the rest of my life with him which is a bit weird. At my age, I was about 48 at the time.
0: So you, the two of you married, um, and it was certainly a meeting of minds. Both of you lived in the literary
1: world. Um, tell me a little bit about your marriage. Uh Goodness, in what respect? I mean, um, he, he provided the emotional support, and I provided the physical support, because he was a sufferer from cerebral palsy since birth. And he needed a lot of, he, he was very, very, his head was unaffected, but his muscles did not always obey his head. So he would have to be helped walking. He would have to be helped um eating. He would have to be helped in many kind of um unobtrusive ways that I could do. Okay, I mean, it was that kind of relationship. Yeah, we went to Israel once and his cousin said to me, are you a nurse? Could you do these things for Lionel because you were a nurse? And I said, no, I only could do them because I loved him. And that was really the story in two sentences of our marriage. So he
0: passed away in 1984, but you certainly weren't finished chatting to him. There were a lot of conversations you felt that still needed to be had. and you started writing
1: letters, tell me about that. I found them, actually, in my computer 17 years later, which was last year. And I thought about them, um, and I thought, gosh, these letters would be really interesting for other people to read they were a tad sentimental i suppose but um they 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 do highlight kind of very intimate moments of our lives and my memory of them so i interspersed the letters with little stories about our life to make it a bit more interesting and and bodied forth so to speak and i was much encouraged you know to get on and write them Mm-hmm. The, right, the letters that you wrote at the time w- what kinds of things did you deal with in the letters themselves my daily life that's really what it was I wanted to carry on sharing it with him I would talk about driving up and down and seeing the moon get bigger and smaller as we came down Bryanston Drive I would tell about what was happening to the cat and the dog I would tell oh, about what was happening to friends. It was very much a chatty sort of a correspondence. What were your
0: feelings when you, you said when you found them, you thought they would be of interest, but you obviously at some point stopped writing to him and you must have forgotten about the letters till you discovered
1: them. That's right. I only wrote for about a year. I don't further away from me. I can't describe it exactly, but it didn't need to be quite such a everyday um, sort of an activity that I wanted to do yes so 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 the the letters cover a period of about a year, and there are between twenty and thirty of them altogether, and when
0: you rediscovered them seventeen years later, what was that like for you at an emotional level?
1: Oh, I was pretty detached by then. I just looked at them as little stories and little little conversations and I thought oh these are nice and so I I didn't think really about publishing them and then I thought well why don't I show them to people who knew us very well and so I did that and I was amazed by the response nearly everybody said to me you must publish this you must so I was able to be fairly detached 17 years later it didn't make me weep or anything like that was it cathartic both the writing and Was the it? publishing of the book
0: cathartic
1: oh yes I think so I think so it brought him back to me in a very very real and immediate way I felt reconnected uh, I'm uh, yes I can't be very articulate about it <sighs> Jane, um, the book has
0: had um, fantastic reviews. It really has uh, monumental, actually, is is the way people have described the book. Um, and sentimental, yet dealing with so many real issues. What was general response to you? What did people say to you?
1: They were all hugely enthusiastic, and the one friend wrote to me. She lives down far away now she wrote to me and she said it was the amazing intimacy of the atmosphere of the book which moved her so much you know i tell about stupid little things about how it was to bath lionel with my with my um carer helping me one at each end and getting him into the bath and getting him out of the bath. you know very intimate little things about our lives like that and that really seemed to surprise people. Jane,
0: who's the, um, do you feel that also in publishing this book, you have um, also reignited memories and Lionel's contribution to literature in this country?
1: Look, I would love to think so. Because his contribution to literature was um, considerable. But I just don't know the answer to that question, actually um I, I would love to think it would renew an interest in his work because he was terribly upfront. He had no pain in, in explaining exactly how it was for him. Also when he was a child, because his story his two novels were actually novels in stories and very autobiographical. So the experience of Felix Greenspan, who was his his eponymous hero Uh, Were were actually his own experiences.
0: Do you think think, though that Lionel's um, work is generally acknowledged
1: to the extent that it should be? No, but I think I think that's how it comes with 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 um, homegrown authors when they pass on. I think they, to a certain extent, get forgotten about. But then after a period of years, maybe they come back. I'm thinking of people like Herman Charles Bosman, who was Lionel's mentor. And um, I think after he died, he got forgotten about until Lionel himself resuscitated his work and got it published.
0: So you think that it will continue, that it might still have a, I don't know, further opportunity
1: to be read and enjoyed and appreciated? It needs somebody to write his biography, actually. That won't be me, because I'm not that kind of a writer. But it needs somebody to take on the task of writing a biography and going into it properly, going down to a, a Maswi, Zell, it used to be called, and finding all Lionel's papers and doing that. I'm much too old to do it, I, I but I do hope that somebody does.
0: Of course, his contribution was huge and he touched so many lives. To what extent do you think he overcame his disability and to what
1: extent do you think he was defined by it? I think the necessity of overcoming it built him an incredibly strong spirit, shall I call it, an internal strength which stood him in good stead, having to overcome, which was a very bad um, amount of handicap mainly not being able to speak clearly it was hard for him people when they first met him didn't realise what an intelligence there was there shining but uh yes uh, I think he, he built himself an incredibly strong spirit I think he completely overcame his disability as something very precious he gave to South African literature he really felt him in the stream. He was in the stream of it and must help it along. And he helped so many other writers, especially the banned ones in the bad old days.
0: Correct, Jane.
1: Jane, if anybody would like to get a copy of your book, what should they do? They should actually, I think, if they're in the trade, if it's a bookshop, then they should approach Porcupine Press, which are the publishers. But if it's a personal person, uh, person wanting it from me directly i can supply should i give my um email address sure it's renoster which is the afrikaans for rhino r-e-n-o-s-t-e-r at mweb.co.za
0: jane my last question to you is do you feel a vulnerability in publishing these letters, a personal sense of vulnerability.
1: Too late now is all I can say. <laughs> um, I'm very glad. I'm very glad they're out there. Are you glad
0: they're out there? Well, um, it, it's absolutely intriguing. I'm certainly going to ask you for a copy of the book. Um, and thank you very much for joining me. And uh, we are talking about somebody who had such an impact on South African literature. It really is an honor to have you. So thank you so much for joining me.
1: It's a great pleasure. Thank you, Cherise.
0: That was Jane Abrahams, um, Lionel Abraham's wife, who has written a book, Letters to Lionel.